1: Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs, reporting for ConnectingVets.com. Now watching the atrocities which are currently being committed by Russia as it continues its invasion of Ukraine is heartbreaking as it's on the news every hour of every day. Anyone who has seen these reports on the news over the last month has to be just mortified by the cold-blooded killing of innocent Ukrainians. And in a world that's so divided, I think we can unite in the belief that Russia's leader Vladimir Putin represents the type of evil that we've seen in leaders like Adolf Hitler and Stalin. While millions have fled and are currently evacuating cities across Ukraine, some are going into the region to document the tragedies as they happen. A few of them are former army rangers, Marty Scoveland Jr., Jericho Denman, and Joshua Skovland, who are reporting for Coffee or Die magazine a website of Black Rifle Coffee. Now, over the last few weeks, they've been inside the danger in areas like Kiev and Lviv. I've been following Josh Scoveland for weeks now on Facebook, and his posts over this time have been harrowing. And if you're not following Coffee or Die, well, you should. Here are a few clips from some of their recent reports.
2: Jericho Deming here, Coffee or Die. We're, uh, Out here to the north and east of Central Kyiv, where this morning and last night, a couple of large uh, ballistic missiles hit. guessing this was not the intended target. There are some military targets in the vicinity of here, but uh, I can't really speak about what those are, where those are. The scale of this is pretty unsubstantial. Pretty both impressive and scary. And like basically every house within, within a square block, severely damaged. Just stepping inside here a little bit. This is basically a small apartment building that was hit, and about half of it is completely gone. The other part is just the intense pressure. doors just popped, caved in. These rockets that, that are getting launched and hitting these. Civilian areas, it's it's a, it's a kick in the stomach, man, seeing people's lives. These are people's lives
1: here. Ranger Battalion vet Marty Scoveland Jr. has become a widely respected journalist, and in one recent report, he brought us into Lviv and showed us how locals rely on elements of their past to survive an uncertain and deadly future.
3: Hi, so we're here in Lviv in uh, just a regular park. It's a city park, but we found some sandbags stacked up. turns out it's one of the bunkers that people can go into during the air raid sirens that we've been hearing so frequently. So you come through here, we get into these long hallways here. As you can see behind me, it's you know not a lot of room, but there are some benches down here. The ground is kind of moist. And it goes back fairly deep. I mean, at first, you wouldn't guess how much room is down here, but you could easily fit uh, probably upwards of 100 people down here. This is, we've seen all sorts of preparations that people in Lviv have been making in case of, a you know, the Russian invasion reaches their city. And uh, it's very interesting to see some of these some, some of the infrastructure that's been here for a very long time, likely since at least World War II, now being used in 2022. Night's fallen here
2: in Kyiv, eventful day uh, with the Russians uh, launching strikes on the city center here in Kyiv with uh, cruise missiles and in residential and government buildings. In the distance, you can still hear artillery strikes and, and con- heavy combat to the northwest in Irpin and to the northeast in Bravari. Word on the street is uh, the Russians are going to use this time before any potential ceasefire to do the most damage that they can. In the distance uh, over here, you can't see it with the camera, but uh, you can see the flames of of combat, smoke, and definitely hear the
1: Now, a few weeks ago, I started watching Josh Scovelin's Facebook timeline for daily updates, and his posts captured what a journalist's journey into a war zone looks like from the opening video where you can hear his luggage rolling alongside of him. It captures scenes of hundreds of refugees walking to the border and all with their life's possessions in their hands. No smiles, just the look of dust-covered, tired and weary travelers. And his Facebook posts read like his personal journal. Marty Scovelin Jr. and I crossed the Poland-Ukrainian border on foot today. And here's some things I noticed along the way. We were moving in the opposite direction of everyone. A pair of aid Christian NGO workers that were crossing at the same time as us asked us if we knew God. It's important to many, and I thought it was a cool experience to have in the middle of the two countries' borders. Ukrainian security is tight. When something like this is happening, every eyeball around you is watching both seen and unseen. Seeing the relief on the women and children's faces as they entered Poland is something I'll never forget. But the most important part is that we're covering something vastly important to the free world. It's something my kids will learn about in school someday. And I'm happy that when that day comes, I can give my kids some first-hand knowledge. Days later, Josh's Facebook timeline had another fascinating entry. The day started trying to seek out the nectar of the gods. Coffee. Intent on getting interviews with Ukrainian soldiers, we were looking for them as we walked around looking for a new coffee shop. Instead, we stumbled upon a funeral. Four Ukrainian soldiers killed in the recent rocket attacks on a military base. During the funeral, air raid sirens went off and it was one of the eeriest experiences I've ever had. The church that the funeral was held in was still handing out food for those in need, something that hit me hard. Even as they mourn, they still take care of their own. Then we moved to meet with the folks assisting with training Ukrainian civilians on military tactics. A Ukrainian volunteer picked us up and had Louis Armstrong-esque jazz music playing in the car. I'm not fluent in Ukrainian, so conversation was light, though a few jokes were had in German and English, which we all knew a little of. I can't say where the location of the training was, outside it being in Western Ukraine. Business owners, delivery drivers, and various other regular people all met in a room in what looked like an abandoned factory. The spirits were high, and the camaraderie was obvious. The youngest of the group, maybe about 18, appeared nervous or maybe antsy. Not to say he's afraid, but eager for the training to start. I shook the hands of many men that will go on to fight Russian ground forces when they reach western Ukraine, while others may end up in the east. After training wrapped up, we were brought back to Lviv by our friend, who gave us insight into the deep history of the area. The Ukrainian intelligence building was once held by Nazis and Soviets during occupation of the area. The Ukrainian people have endured a lot, and I can't say this enough. They are a shining example of what a free people look and act like. And Kyiv still stands. Now just reading the words of Josh Scovelin's Facebook entries doesn't really do it justice. His pictures capture war And coffee brilliantly. And to see more about this war, I encourage you to check out the veterans reporting for Coffee or Die magazine. I'm Phil Briggs, and I'll talk to you again when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to
0: Eye on Veterans ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All
1: you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator